Hello. How are you? Welcome to episode 160 of FLA Exposure. It's been a while. It's been probably two weeks, three weeks since we've done an episode and probably about a month before that. Uh, we're rusty, but we're uh, looking to have some fun in here tonight and break down our upcoming card coming up this Saturday night in Moncton at the Moncton Coliseum. Fight the Atlantic 2. Super excited to be back. 19 months in the making. Uh, everybody knows our story and what we've been through, what the athletes have been through, kind of putting it on the line for the last, uh, you know, a long, long time. And uh, everybody's excited. So uh, get your tickets now, get the pay-per-view tomorrow, uh, you know, get out there and support everybody in this community that's kind of, kind of been uh, putting their ass on the line the last little bit. So let's get right into it, folks. Uh, we got a wonderful show here tonight, sponsored by good friends at Steel Pro. Uh, great steel fabricators, metal fabricators in Picton, Nova Scotia, good friends of the brand, and uh, yeah, Steel Pro. So let's get right into it here tonight. We got two special guests. Of course, the uh, co owner of Fight League Atlantic 2. We'll bring him right on right away, Mr. John Foster. How are you, buddy? Good, brother. How's it going? Not bad. Good. I'm lying. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's Fight Week. Let yeah, that's right. Fight week, baby. It's uh, it's hard not to be excited for sure. I've definitely been yelling at uh, but Chelsea definitely does not give a shit. And the sooner that fight week ends, the sooner her life returns to normal. So uh, yeah. she hopes uh, certainly it goes by quicker. So let's get this over with and uh, talk about this breakdown and uh, talk about these fighters. Um, coming up this Saturday, we got a great guest to join us. Uh, Josh Presley, he's competed uh, a hell of a ton. He's commentated lots of our events. A great guy. He has his own wonderful podcast. Not uh, many better, pretty much, to break things down and uh, kind of be the technical analyst for our commentator. So let's bring him on, Mr. Josh Presley. Hey, how you guys doing? How are you, buddy? Good, Josh. Good to see you, buddy. Not too bad. I think I finally finished the last of the, the, last of the turkey dinner. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Let me see if I can get you here. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it's a uh, happy Thanksgiving, by the way, Josh. And thanks again for joining us uh, out in the office. As we were just talking about, he's out in his office there. Josh Presley Jiu-Jitsu. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Nice, much buddy. better than that. No, that's it. Well, let's uh, get right into it here, guys. Obviously, like we were talking about this Saturday night, we're five days away from Fight League Atlantic 2. Uh, you know, we've done lots of Kumite events uh, through this quarantine uh, slash pandemic, whatever the hell you want to call it. But, you know, now we're into back into live MMA. So what do you guys think? Well, I'll go to you right away, Josh. And uh, obviously you're a huge jiu-jitsu guy. And the rules in amateur mixed martial arts here in the Maritimes, the ABC Unified Rules, definitely favor grappling and jiu-jitsu. So any first thoughts before we dive deeper? I mean, I'm just interested to see the skill level in the Maritimes. It's always it's always cool to see the the local guys go at it and see where the skill level's at. So, I think with this card, you got a lot of good young fighters that are making their debut. You got some people that are already have two or three fights. So, I think it's going to be a really good mixed bag of mixed bag of fights. So, I'm excited to see the the fin the finishes and the, and the fights that are going to come this weekend. Yeah, I agree. How about you, John? Yeah, I think so too. And and a lot of the guys making their MMA debut, I mean, we already know quite well through the jiu-jitsu scene. I mean, some of these guys have been on on the grappling circuit uh locally and, and you know, elsewhere for years. Like we got a lot of purple and brown belts on the card. So fresh to MMA, but not so much when it comes to competition and, and high level grappling. So I think it's gonna be interesting to see 
what happens when you start adding striking with some of these matchups. Um, you know, we know these guys can grapple. Yeah, big difference, though, obviously, as we all know. Saw last night in the UFC, uh, Charles Rosa had a beautiful deep inside heel hook, and it was it was super deep, and Buddy was just like, bam, 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 hammer fist in his face, and you know, he, he, almost, he almost got it, but it was it's so funny, you know, it, the difference. As soon as you add strikes, it, things change, but um let's get right into it then uh first fight first fight of the night um a guy who's been training with you a little bit john here in the last probably you know four to six months and he's trained with you a little bit in the past presley uh aaron van tassel coming up uh a guy who's competed a little bit us uh from this for us in the past taking on mm -hmm. david chapman what do you guys think about this fight yeah i'm i'm Looking forward to it, obviously. I mean, Aaron's been working hard. He's been training with us, but also with uh, with Josh and with several other other clubs, just rounding out his game. I mean, he's a grappling heavy fighter for sure. Um, I don't think there's any secret there. We've seen what he can do in that in that regards. And and you know, David, I don't know much about. He's a young kid, but uh, I understand he's a southpaw, which is going to pose some problems. And I'm assuming he's going to probably kickbox. Aaron, <laughs> that'd be my guess. I think we're going to see a little bit of a stylistic battle with this one. Yeah, it should be an interesting fight for sure. I've had the chance to train with Aaron a handful of times over the past year, and I'm definitely impressed with him. He runs his own club um, as, as well as training himself, and, you know, there's a lot of dedication and hard work yeah. that comes with that, and he's he's at a really high level with, with the uh, short amount of time that he's put in the sports, and I mean, mm -hmm. I'm sure – Anyone that knows Aaron has seen the, the clips and stuff knows how serious he, he takes his training. I'm, I'm in the same boat. I'm not as familiar with his opponent. I think he trains out of Cumberland. Is he Cumberland? does, yeah. Uh, so yeah. David, uh, David again, another talented uh, up-and-coming guy. He's he's competed a couple times for Brian over there at Nova Kickboxing. Very, very talented, like you say, John Southpaw, and a very good striker. So he trains with uh, Justin and Jeremy and the crew down at Cumberland, and uh, he's been in there a couple times already. So it should be interesting. He's a blue belt as well in jujitsu. So it, it should be interesting to see where it goes. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one. Um, I think both those guys. But it's going to be kind of like I think what we saw in FLA 1 too. A lot of these fresh guys were, you know, had had several years of other competition under their belt and had been trained for a long time. So it, it brought up a, a pretty good level and a high action mm -hmm. um, fight. One, one thing that Aaron has in his favor too is that he's competed in the cage at the events right mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and we have a cage at our gym that he's been training in so it's, it all helps it's absolutely. funny you say that Presley because one thing I noticed that a lot of people say to me you know like so many people who I deal with were to, to actually get in there to compete and stuff the one thing that I I do notice that people actually mention whether it's a coach or a competitor I've had people that are like listen we're just not ready for that stage yet Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to compete in a couple other local events on the mats or whatever before those bright lights get on you. Because the big difference, like, I can't, I, I struggle with getting out there on the mats itself, but the bright lights are a whole different element altogether, right? So, yeah, it's it, it could be it could be interesting for, for sure. And and they also just a little bit of a side note. Aaron, I believe, works at the superstore, and David works at Sobeys. So. <laughs> Aaron, I don't think it's Aaron's the battle of the produce department. <laughs> <laughs> Opening the show, the meat department versus produce. Yeah, David's in the green corner and Aaron's in the blue corner. A bag of meat on the line. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
Sophie's Lobster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pay your bag on the way out. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Fight number two. Uh, Fabian. I'm going to. Fabian and Chris. Fabian I. Fabian. I don't know how. I, I don't want to murder his last name. It's I-X-K-E-S. Um, I'm going to go with Fabian versus Chris, as you said. Uh, Chris Vickers out of St. John. Uh, Fabian's training at an Island Kickboxing Academy at, uh, with Lenny Wheeler mm-hmm. and crew versus uh, Chris Vickers, who's training at a JVK Taekwondo in St. John. Any thoughts, uh, Mr. Presley, on this one? Well, honestly, I'm not really familiar with either of these guys, but it sounds to me like it's probably going to be a pretty good stand-up battle if you got this guy from uh, mainly a uh, Taekwondo Academy. It's interesting. Some of the the UFC guys, you see, as long as their fundamentals are really sharp, some of the more kind of like traditional styles kind of like kind yeah. of coming out with some of the flashier knockouts. So, so I think it's cool to have uh, have someone from that's like a mainly a Taekwondo background. And um, I've got to, I think I've got the, ch- the chance to train with Lenny Wheeler before. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I know he's you know he's a he's a solid dude. So it's interesting to see. Be interesting to see his uh, his guys, and I'm sure they'll they'll probably bring a lot of a lot of heart and um, and skill. So so that that one's going to be a stand up battle, if I had to guess. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll see. Sometimes you get two stand up guys, and they take it to the ground to mitigate risk. But <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, you're right though. Like Lenny Lenny is is a really good guy to be training under. I think, and I and I've seen his guys came up and actually used our cage one weekend, and so I just got to see his guys doing a little bit, and just from social media. I know Fabian's looking quite sharp, and Chris has an extensive background in Taekwondo. So it'll be interesting, like you said, because when you get two different stand-up styles, where you're going to see something you're not used to seeing, right? If you always do Western boxing and someone does something different, they're probably going to catch you once or twice with something you've just never seen. It's like a jujitsu trick, you know what I mean? Like if you have a trick or a move that I've never seen, and that's usually how you catch people, right? So. Yeah, it could be interesting. There's going to be some different angles and different ways to close the range. It's going to be they're big boys. And they're too. big dudes. Yeah. <laughs> class is this one? This is Two, a heavyweight. 235. Yeah. Okay. These guys are beasts. So. And they're like 19. Both of them, like, you know, it's like Clark yeah. Kent versus Clark Kent. It's just like. <laughs> that, one, that, one, that one's going to be a good one, man. Yeah. Oh, man. We'll have to, for this one. We should have left it to the main event. So just while well, the main event's two big dudes too, yeah, just in case the cage one. falls apart, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, a short night after they blow through the side of the cage. Yeah, yeah. Fabian's quite a story, man. Like like you said, it's um, uh, Chris has is quite an extensive background in Taekwondo, but Fabian, like he's been training a couple of years now, but his weight loss story is quite remarkable. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but it, it, I bet it's a hundred pounds. He's down or, or damn close to it, like in the last little bit, like in the last year or so. He's a, a very, wow. both of them very, uh, that's one thing I love about like, you know, not everybody's as great and respectful as these two, but these two are, you know, young, you know, just hardworking kind of young men. And it's, it's wonderful to see polite and it, it should be fun. Definitely should be fun. May the best man. Yeah. No win. question. Yeah, that's right. Let's move on to fight number three. Uh, you guys may, uh, you, well, you have seen uh, Brett Dwyer versus Gordon Jewers. Now, Gordon Jewers is coming into the St. Effects Boxing Club, never competed in MMA before or fought. Uh, like, he, he's done a lot. Of, I've seen him. <laughs> I, so this is a kid, ironically enough, the story behind this kid, he he reached out to me probably, or John and I probably, 
when we began in, in 2019 and, and looking to fight, he was, and then he would send me like street fighting videos all the time. And it's like, you know, usually it's just like, like, please, it's Sunday morning at eight. Like, can you please stop sending me this shit? But this kid, like he was really good. Like he, he could actually throw hands. So, and he was very polite and hardworking. So anyway, he wanted an opportunity and we gave him one. And now he's going up against Brett Dwyer. Uh, super talented kid at a clinch training center who you would have saw Presley uh, at the last Kumite. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely saw Brett Dwyer at the last Kumite. He was, uh, these are two more just young, hungry, hungry, young fighters. And, you know, you get two guys in there that have a lot of heart, like these guys are going to have that's that one's It's just going to be another war for sure. This one will probably be a little bit more well-rounded like kind of up up and down i would say i've, I've never had a chance to train with brett, brett dwyer i sp got the chance to speak with his uh with his coach uh, brad a little bit he competed at the last event um so i got the chance to talk with him and he seemed like uh like a good guy and he, he did well in the event so i know he's he's under a good coach and uh he had one one good performance in the last one so yeah i don't know his his opponent that well either but i think this one will be probably 50 50 on the ground and on the feet i would say but um, i'm excited to see these those two young guys go at it too well said well said yeah i like that call i think you might be right i think this might be one thing that if gordon can step in and, and get in boxing range um with brett we'll see if he can like mitigate those kicks and kind of even things out on the feet with him or or maybe the boxing just takes right over anyway and i don't know it's hard to say i haven't seen uh, I haven't seen a striking, but I'm just yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting if Gordon uh, yeah. is the the boxer. If if I don't know if he's done any yeah. jujitsu, it'll be interesting to see if that's Brett's game plan to just try to take him right down and avoid the boxing. And, and try yeah, to, absolutely. Try to in, yeah, and and that's the thing exactly. He very well, or Brett might want to stand too. You yeah, know, might, like maybe he does have some jujitsu. Yeah. The thing is, too, like we've been talking to a lot of these guys for about eighteen months, <laughs> trying to make this happen. So they've had tons of time. Like they yeah. could be ridiculously good GSP. compared to where they were a year and a half ago. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, should be halfway to your blue belt by yeah. now. Yeah. Well, a lot of these guys had six months off work to train or whatever. You know, I'm sure at least a few of them. Like, it's been crazy. So a lot has happened since even FLA one. Never mind, you know. The, whatever card was before that like a whole other planet when, yeah when we did oh, that yeah. Show. you can you can really add some really good skills in, in a year 18 oh man absolutely yeah yeah that's it. Yeah. especially the, like the you know a lot of the training unfortunately during it was like a lot of people were like clubs were shut down and people were training on their own but for a lot of people that's some of your best growth you know when you're pushing yourself alone you know working on things that you normally wouldn't work on right so there definitely is a lot of time to improve in a lot of different ways that you normally wouldn't. So mm -hmm. uh, let's push forward yeah. here. Uh, uh, fight number three. Uh, did you say something? Sorry, John. No, I didn't. Okay, fight number so, four. Uh, fight number three. Uh, four. My apologies. Yeah, sorry. Um, Alex Thompson versus Anthony Sloan. Now, a Anthony Sloan is a kid uh, from St. Uh, Fredericton out of uh, Advantage M MMA under uh, Dana Dickinson, his new club. And uh, a little bit of a grappling and wrestling background taking on Alex Thompson out of Titans MMA, uh, training out of Gavin and, you know, Mr. Martell's club and, and Gavin and all those fellas over there. So, you know, he's going to come prepared. Yeah, that's it too, right? Guy coming out of Titans, he's going to have good pedigree for MMA. He's going to have good people behind him with lots of experience. So expect to see a good performance out of him. As far as Anthony, I really don't know the gym 
or Anthony that well, right? So, I, I mean, as long as he understands, he's going to have to bring it and he's going to have to come in shape. Like, that's about the only thing you have control of. Yeah, 100%. And uh, Al- Alex is the guy that trains the Titans, right? Yeah. yeah. It's cool yeah. that there's so many new uh, young guys coming into it. But I know, and Alex has that, um, like, he's in the sponsor of the event, too, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good so, guy. You know, you know this yeah. guy's going to be in shape for sure. And you train. Yeah, it's the business. With Pat, I think Pat's going to be in his corner and training right. with Gavin, so he's going to be he's going to be well rounded and and tough. And um, wh- where was the gym his opponent trained out of? So he he's moved around a little bit, but is, now he's training out of uh, Advantage MMA under Dana Dickinson. Dana, okay, yeah. 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 No, I know Dana. Well. Oh, okay. So he's yeah, been training right. with him and Matt Hinchy and a few other guys there to you know to to get it ready. And he's trained with uh, in the past. He trained with Clint. Um, Clint Kingsbury, uh, you know, wrestling and stuff in the past. So, you know, and he he is all in one. He has a loss. He fought uh, Justin McKenzie, actually from Sprawler Ball at Elite One back in 2019, I believe. So, um, originally, no, he was supposed to fight Justin on this. I don't know, man. So much shit has happened now. I can't That's even true. keep it straight. But I don't. I believe, yeah, he lost to Just, Justin um, back then. So this is a, a, a second round for him. This is the second fight for him. And Alex Two years first, later, yeah, and, and Alex Seems like maybe first, could so. be a good, a good ground battle then if, uh, if if he trains under Dana and you said he's got some wrestling training too. This mm-hmm. could maybe be an interesting ground war. Yeah, exactly. So you know, it's uh, it, it should be interesting a, a, ba- a battle of attrition for sure. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be two guys both looking for the win, and and I think this one's going to finish quick. So uh, we'll see. That's my prediction anyway. One or the other way, someone's going to get clipped. Yeah, <laughs> I have a feeling. Number five. Let's bring it into the females. Super excited for this match. Uh, these girls both competed at Kumite 3. We lined them up to compete at Kumite 3 to, as a little precursor to build the drama, the intensity. That's right. <laughs> into Fight League Academy 2. Everybody's been talking about it on the local news scene. Yeah. The rematch. The Battle of PEI. Summerside MMA. Abby Wainwright taking on Maria Clinton out of Henzo Gracie. PEI. What do you think, Josh? No, I'm excited for this one. I actually had a chance to interview Abby for my uh, for my own podcast recently, nice. and uh, yeah, she's a she's a super sweet uh, person, and and yeah, I'm really interested to see how it goes. It's really cool that they got to compete against each other against mm-hmm. each other in jiu-jitsu a couple months before. Like, I, it'd be really cool if if, uh, if people did that in the UFC. Imagine if Volkanovski and Ortega had a jiu-jitsu match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fight. Like, how cool would that be? Right. Yeah. I agree. But it's inter- it'll be interesting to see if that plays any type of factor. Like, I, it must be a little bit of a com- confidence boost for Abby, but but it also could make Maria just, like, that much hungrier to try to get some revenge and, and get a uh, mm-hmm. win back. And they had a real scrappy match in the, in the Kumite. So I think that one's going to be – I think it's mm-hmm. going to be good. I wouldn't be surprised if it went the full the full distance because I think both those both those girls are, are really tough. But I, I'm, I'm excited to, to call that one, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be good. I mean, you got two killer coaches, and then we'll see, too. Is striking going to make the difference, right? Like, okay, you grappled me, but what if I'm punching you in the head, right? Yeah. Let's see. Let's see if it does make the difference. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Again, there's yeah. no striking on the ground. So as soon as it hits the ground, mm-hmm. you know, or clinch for the most part, like the strikes become negated right away. So jujitsu mm-hmm. and grappling is a super strong aspect of amateur mma in, in in that new abc unified rule set that that not just new brunswick nova scotia but like everyone across 
Canada is now they're trying to adapt this across Canada strictly across the board and for amateur anyway it would be a big a big help and pro too like keep the rules the same for the fighters for the promoters everybody for the officials and judges it like it just it's easier yeah. for everybody so um yeah they they had a great scrappy match for sure and I know I saw Maria post a couple things and Abby's so sweet and she posts like I'm excited for the fight and then Maria posts she's like gotta be different this time you know like they yeah. sparred before and stuff because obviously they're in PEI and their clubs like coaches are good mm. friends and their clubs are close so um it's it's great that to do and like how cool it would be in like two you know two years time where we can have like a a card of like eight female matches and two male matches you know or, or a full female card for that fact mm -hmm. full divisions and stuff out here like that would be an amazing thing so yeah, Who knows? hey if we have it or there's places for people to compete like it's just going to keep producing more and more fighters like it's been dead for a long time so it's been difficult to even have anything to train for so yeah yeah, it's been it's been blowing up, and just having events like these again is just going to help just continue the momentum and keep things going and keep the absolutely. Interest. Yeah, That's for sure. I mean, we're going to see just a ton more guys come out of the woodwork, and now they actually have an avenue where they can compete, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Harnish, Robbie yeah. Robles. This is one that when I was kind of working on it, putting it together, I was like, wow, this is a. This is a special match for anybody who isn't like kind of aware because like Matt Harnish and anybody who knows Matt again, he is like, a, like three kickboxing fights. I think he's three and one as a kickboxing amateur kickboxer. Yeah. Or two, yeah, oh three God. and one. Three four and fights. Yeah, three and one that then it would be. And, and the kid, he's scrappy and super talented. You saw his match at the Kumite too. He doesn't care. Like he he just win or lose, he's going putting it all on the line. And I love that. And super Robbie. Fast yeah, he is. And Robbie, like through training, hell, I I randomly, you know, I train to help back BJJ a little bit, and I've seen this kid, like, and I'm like, wow, so impressed with his work ethic and how respectful he is and how nice. And I just heard a couple things through the grapevine how this kid's actually really talented, and you can kind of see it in him. And I was like, oh, let's, and without hesitation, he took the match. And uh, which is saying think, something. Josh? I mean, Matt's got a little bit of a reputation. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, this is, I think, I mean, if I had to guess before the event, this is what I would pick to probably be the fight of the night. I've got to train with Robbie quite a bit. Um, you know, he's, he's done quite a few of my jiu-jitsu classes, and, and I've seen Matt Harnish compete at a few of the events recently, and I know he's, I think he's a little bit more of a kickboxer than a grappler, but he's, it's, it's awesome that he's challenging himself to yeah. do grappling events, and, and, I mean, he's a badass. I've seen him in, in all these events. And I think these are two guys that they're they're just not gonna quit. So I think this one's gonna be really, really exciting and it's gonna be like fast pace. It'll be interesting to see, especially with the newer people that it's their first time. Some mm -hmm. of them feel a little bit of the nerves and you know, sometimes it takes a little while to get used to it and be able to to comfortably do what yeah. you in the training room but i think these guys are just going to get after it right away and it's going to be a fast pace and they're i know it. they're just not gonna they're not gonna stop and they're not gonna quit so i think this one you're you're not gonna wanna you're not gonna wanna take your Blink. own yeah <laughs> for this one you're gonna want to be glued to your seat yeah i agree i think so too i mean young guys tons of energy tons of cardio and just ready to get yeah. after it well and wherever it goes it's going to be fun like yeah. that's the thing there's in the like josh said there's no one's going to stall in this match both of these guys are going to push the pace and and you know look they want this fight they want this win so but like and everybody on the card wants this win but like these two you can they just the way their personalities are it's just mm -hmm. 
as the young people say, it's a fire match. Yeah, this was a really good match. <laughs> That's Derek. We'll give Josh or Josh John the credit. Yeah, right. We'll give our matchmaker uh, John Shelby over the here. lower weight division. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Derek right. Clark the credit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, let's move on to fight number seven. Man, another uh, exciting one. This one, Josh LeBlanc. So Josh LeBlanc comes out of New Brunswick top team, coming off a win in our last event again, uh, took out Isaiah Bernard. This guy's like 200 pounds, came down and fought. Uh, Isaiah was coming up quite a bit in weight there. Isaiah, you know, like that, in my opinion, as a matchmaker, not a great match in my uh, matchmaking portfolio. So, but at the end of the day, both of them took it and they went out there and put it on yeah. the line. And, hey, man, Isaiah had been on the scene for a long time. That's Isaiah, you know, like a lot of grappling. Great like, grappling, yeah. yeah. So, anyway. Josh just has super heavy hands. And as soon as he started touching them up, things changed, man. Like this kid's just got cement blocks for fists. Yeah, he's big. Yeah. He's a big, strong kid, and he's been striking for a long time. So, yeah, man. So he's uh, fighting Mr. Matt McDonald, another guy out of Lenny Wheeler's club. Now, Matt, he's, uh, he, it's funny because, like, Lenny actually approached us about him before. He's like, listen, I got a kid. Uh, not a kid. Matt's a little older. I think he's like uh, like 28 to 30-ish, a little bit older than. And uh, he was. he's like, this guy is a super, he's super good, hardworking, really humble, and, and wants, you know, this opportunity to get in there. And he's been confident. In a friendly way, chirping Josh a little bit online and having fun with it, and and he's 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 ready to bring it. So it's it's super interesting. Yeah, that that will, will be cool. I know, like you said, Josh beat Isaiah, and you you guys know what it's like when you win. When you get a win, you have some momentum going. You know, it feels like yeah. like going into the. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> but no he's right he's like, you know I mean? like, you're like okay i went yeah. out there i didn't i did the last one you've been there before and this guy's coming in he's 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 new for this show and this event you know josh has been there before so i can i can feel he's got some good momentum coming into it and he had an impressive uh, a really impressive fight last time did, but like yeah. you said it'll be interesting to see what type of uh, caliber guys that lenny is is uh is bringing to the table so if this guy has some really good really good stand-up and some kickboxing under his belt then we could see another uh, another really good stand-up war i i think he will have good kickboxing i mean lenny too is a great mma fighter so all of his guys are gonna have that high level mma specific training like we go down the list of coaches here it's a who's who yeah. of mma out of the east coast scene in the last 15 years right so yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see what gets passed on to this next generation when these guys start start competing in the cage. And Josh, I think he's going to come in kind of with something to prove, you know? Like, this is a bit of his house, right? He's, he's geez, he's coming on onto the second card. He's one of the, I think he's the only guy in the card coming and up Rob. and win on FLA1. Yeah. I don't know, Rob's, yeah, yeah, not Rob. Yeah, Rob lost, but he, he was on the card, right? But a hell of a fight. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. And, and I mean, Matt's gonna have his hands full. There's no question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's and very. It's been well a long time to train since last one. Like I think we're gonna see massive improvement, Josh. I think he's been working his ass off since last February, and we're gonna see a big jump in in his skill set. And you know, mitigated the grappling last time. I don't think that's a strong point. Um, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Like you'd probably have to say Josh is the favorite, but. But he may feel a little more pressure too, and um, 
And we don't know coming, anything about Maddie really either. So yeah, and coming yeah. in, Matt coming in, he may just be like totally uninhibited and just totally going and just do his thing. And it could be it, that yeah. one could be really exciting. Yeah, it's uh, that, I, got, I gotta say, dealing with Matt, I'm I'm quite I'm quite uh, impressed by his, his his confidence. And again, maybe that goes back to Lenny. Like I've been watching these kids spar over there, and he's got like 14 year olds over there who are like beat like a grown man's ass. And they're, yeah. they're like, they're in the camera. They're like, ah, in the camera. They're like super intense. And it's fucking awesome, man. It's like, yeah, man. like it's if you want to be an MMA fighter, if you want to be like, you know, us, us jujitsu guys, like it's not, you know, everybody in jujitsu, but jujitsu is a little bit of a different sport. Like you can have a little bit more fun with it. You can be really intense, but you don't, you know, you're not necessarily elbowing each other in the nose. So it's a different kind of an intensity, right? And it's to, yeah. To get to that level, you got to be training from a young age, and it's really cool to see, you know, these these young kids doing. You know, everybody is a lot of people are obsessed with hockey and other things around here, so it's nice to see young people like just be involved in martial arts. At, you know, jujitsu is blowing up out here, but like other martial arts too, right? It's it's cool because we need them all. Absolutely. Well, and that's just it. Like the scenes, I think, are in a rebirth right now, and, and it's gonna it's gonna pick up. It's gonna keep going. We're gonna see a ton of kids in MMA. The rebirth of COVID after COVID. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Arctic trailer. FLA. Yeah. The rebirth. <laughs> the rebirth of COVID. Like, oh my God. I got no, that backwards. Just so everyone knows, we're going to edit that out. And yeah, our event perfect. is safe to go to. Okay. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it yeah. is really, though. Very, well, very, we haven't really spoke about that. Uh, you know, people are, I've had lots of messages. I'm sure other people have too, John. But it is very safe. It is legal to go to our event. Our event is not being shut down. It's a, Everyone is uh, double vaccinated that will attend the event. The seats sold and socially distancing. Uh, you have to wear a mask when you're not seated. Uh, it's it's pretty straightforward like it's been for the last 18 months. But, you know, we're going to push forward and do this event safely. Everyone's going to have a hell of a time. Uh, tickets aren't doing the best, to be completely honest. Uh, we understand why. But uh, if you're you're thinking about going to the event buy a ticket and, and come support the event because it's not getting canceled we're we're going to be live on saturday night you know um so make your way to moncton new brunswick yeah i can't wait as a uh, fan i'm excited yeah it's gonna be cool like i almost cried today watching the intro video to be truthful because yeah. like, it was like it was just like, just gave goosebumps it's like wow we're actually doing this for real like i I almost feel like I've been in like a movie for like 19 months, like up and down, like it's like a tale. Like, oh, when's it gonna get canceled now? <laughs> Jokes on you. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> yeah, I can't imagine yeah. that hurdles and this and you know all the stuff that you guys must have went through with with this event. It's been oh, man. pushed back yeah. a couple times, but you know, I'm, yeah, it's, it's been... uh, a lot of dedication, and I'm I'm sure you know the fighters tell you tell you as well. But you know, we definitely appreciate you guys putting these, these events on because like I said before if you don't have these events for people to show up and, and put these wins and losses on the record and test their skills then it's it's kind of all for naught like if you don't yeah get a chance, what are you training can... for yeah exactly right so yeah that's why John and I we like we recently discussed the Kumites again and like I'm not going to make an official announcement here and put John on the spot or anything but <laughs> you know like what am I doing now <laughs> <don't you>? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next week after yeah, that's right yeah First yeah. of November, Kumite four. We're doing seven Kumites in December. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get let's get on to number eight. 
another really exciting matchup heavyweights again uh light heavyweights i guess 215 mm -hmm. uh, mr yeah. rob logan who's uh red beardson uh the angry ginger himself is back to take on thomas johnson Rob mm -hmm. Logan, man, like, uh, so this guy, another guy, he reached out to us before, and John Kelly, his coach, reached out like before FLA one. He was like, "You got to put this kid on the, not you got to put this guy in the car." Yeah. yeah, like you got to put this guy in the car. He can really fight, and we put him up against Zach Garcia, and he went in there and did a hell of a great fight. Like he had a great fight against Zach. Yeah, man. that was and, a banger. That was a fantastic fight. Yeah, it really yeah. was. So, in in he's back, and you know, he took a loss, but he's really hungry and super excited. To get that uh, to get that uh, record evened out and, and move forward to hopefully a title mm -hmm. fight in, in the near future, um, but well, he's yeah. moved down a weight class like he's taking it seriously. Worked I mean, his he ass understand. Off. Yeah, he worked his ass off again. Another guy that's had almost two years to sharpen his skills since the first one. After you get that experience, and there's nothing like fighting in a cage to like build. What what do I need to work on? Well, you go test out and right I know every friggin' time when I fought as an amateur, you fight, you'd be like, holy crap. You go back and you work on it. And you come and you fight again and be like, holy crap, I still need to get in better shape. And then you go back and you work on it again, right? So I think that's a guy, he's done it once now. He dropped down a weight class where he probably should have been in the first place. Like, Zach's mm. a massive guy. Rob was holding a lot of weight that wasn't really uh, efficient weight. So leaning down, working his ass off for the last year and a half, I think we're going to see a totally different guy. Um especially with the standoff, but he is up against like another one of these guys in Thomas who's been on the grappling scene forever. Yeah. Is he a brown belt or a purple belt? He's at least a purple belt. No, man. Thomas guy's... is a purple belt. Yeah. He's, and he's yeah. got a, he's got a fight. He, you know, he fought back in the day. Like he, he had a super tough fight. His first, he fought Tyler Reed and you, who you would know Josh, like from back in the fit, uh, fit plus, like zombie proof at a yeah, head yeah. spot. Right. Yeah, tall, lanky guy. Like I watched that fight, and and he, I don't I think, Yeah, he finished uh, Thomas in the third round. Um, it was like a cage rage event or something like that. But it he was like Potter as well in the lead one at one point. Okay, who did? Yeah, yeah. Tyler. Tyler did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, what? yeah. This one seems interesting to me because, like, like we said, it seems kind of like Rob's due for a breakout performance. You know, like he's got a couple, he's got some experience in the FLA cage, and it seems like he's due. But I did not really know much about Thomas, but I did like a little bit of research on him, and I was kind of surprised that, like you said, it seems like he's he's been around on the on the grappling scene for quite a while. He's quite an experienced mm -hmm. purple belt, so. So it seems like this is another one that's like a really, really even matchup. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to see this one. It's two, two, two big guys going at it. So it'll be interesting to see the adjustments that Rob's made and, um, yeah, and, and the skills that Thomas is bringing to the table. So I think this one, this one's going to make a good highlight reel afterwards. Very yeah, well said. Power Very on this one. Yeah, yeah, big time. And I know Thomas has been spending a lot, like he's training down with Josh Whittle obviously in, in kickboxing and, and a lot of time in sprawler ball. So he's spending time in other places to, to work on things outside of grappling too. So it, it should be interesting. I think you're calling it there, Josh, a highlight real fight for sure. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Uh, you know, we're going into the co-main event here. You know, it's a fight. Um, Drake Farrell versus Matthew Tarantini. Drake Farrell coming off two time uh, Kumite champion. He's won a lot of stuff in the East Coast. And what he hasn't won, Matthew has. 
these guys uh, have won a ton of things back and back. You know, Presley, you competed against these guys and the the who's who of the East Coast uh, grappling scene for a long time. And Drake's quite he's grown into himself. You know, he's 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 put on a lot of muscle and weight. And what do you think about this? Well, yeah, I mean, I don't think I, I don't think I got to tell you guys how good these guys are at, uh, at grappling. I, and actually, I have not ever got to compete or train with uh, with Matthew, but I have got to compete once with Drake, and he actually has stopped by our, our club a couple times in Halifax. So I have had uh, the pleasure of training with him a few times. And I mean, like I said, I mean, the guys, he's a he's a really elite level grappler, and so is Matthew. I mean, we've all seen him compete before, so. Mm. So that one's going to be really cool for me to watch as a, as a jiu-jitsu nerd, seeing those guys go at it. And kind of like you said, John, I think this could maybe be the one where maybe the stand-up decides it, even though these guys are at such a high level on the ground. But selfishly, I'm, help, I'm hoping that uh, 99% of the action for this one is spent on the ground, but I know it's probably going to be a lot of stand-up. But So that could be what decides it. And honestly, I have no idea what either of these guys, guys stand-up is like. They both seem mm-hmm. like super dedicated guys and they're – I know they're they're putting a lot of time and effort into their training, so this one this one's going to be interesting. Yeah, I agree with you absolutely, and I don't really know what their stand-up's going to be like as well. But I think also these are guys that have the ability to get to a very high level in grappling. So it tells me that as an athlete and as a student, they have the ability to get to a high level of striking as well, and they've been at it forever, right? I mean, these guys have probably been training for eight years 10 years like yeah. you know what i mean like these guys have been at it for a long time they've been in the gym so who knows what the strike is going to be like i think the grappling is going to create some really exciting scrambles when things do hit the ground and when the wrestling and the judo comes into play um out there and, and yeah i think there's going to be some look some at the killer teams. striking happen you, you get training and competing too like drake like mm-hmm. you guys mentioned yeah like, exactly and said matthew like he competes all the time and and yeah. I, I think he just had a fight he did he did long ago won it quickly Up in montreal that'll be interesting yeah. to see too if that plays into uh some momentum for him or or maybe he was injured coming coming out of that or who knows and this one was i know it was scheduled once and then yeah. it was rescheduled again so these guys have been looking at each other as opponents for for a while now. Long time, yeah. Thing that you've got that much time to size somebody up and mm-hmm. kind of watch tape on them, and yeah, that one's gonna be that one's gonna be fun. Well, it's yeah. funny, you know, when you try to put these matches together and you talk to these guys, like, who are your options? I'm like, none. I have like who none. Like, who, I have zero options for you other than him. Other than this guy <laughs> that I want you to play. It. Sorry, it's like, that's it. Like that. Not not because it's just because. It's like uh, someone posted on an Instagram post the other day when I we posted this match, and they were like, two, these two are their first amateur MMA fight is these two." That's it, right? Yeah. Like everybody on on this this way knows who these guys are. Like they've been competing in everything and, and crushing it forever. So yeah, props props to them for taking each other big at- time. Exactly. This is I'm a like, massive I'm first waiting fight. to say like, "Well, no, I want to take someone that's a much lower level." Yeah, some yeah. people might not know, but it's like. I mean, these guys could easily be the main event of the card, no fighting question. like each fighting somebody else. But, but yeah, they're two high-level grapplers that are saying like, "No, we'll we'll fight each other for our first fight," and that's that's crazy. To it is crazy. Yeah, they're they're yeah. they're high-level fighters. There's no question. And yeah, and, yeah, and it's going to translate, and it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. But it's just the, the craziest part is exactly it's their first. They're they're moving in MMA. 
Yeah, you know? awesome. Yeah, very cool, so, man. That's very cool. I've been yeah. waiting to see this one myself for a very long time. Mm. I just think it's a great matchup too. Like, love both these guys. Good guys. You know, known them forever. Known them from the jujitsu tournaments and chat with them and that. And like, obviously, Drake's been just killing it on the Kuma mm-hmm. days this last year. And uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's gonna take it. I just think it's gonna be insane. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, get that pay per view. Or get those tickets. More importantly, if you can make it to the event, get to the event. Physical tickets are a big help. FightLeagueAtlantic.com. If not, get the pay-per-view available tomorrow for a cheap cost of two legs and an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Someone was asking about (laughs) weigh-ins. Yeah. $400 per view. Yeah. One Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, someone was just uh, Paul was asking about weigh-ins there. Uh, uh, any news on weigh-ins? Well, uh, weigh-ins will be streamed. They'll be streamed uh, live right here, probably on uh, our YouTube and Facebook and Instagram pages all together, most likely. And uh, that'll take place at 4 o'clock on Friday. Atlantic time, Paul. All right. Get your yeah, so we got uh, 10 fights as of right now. So uh, everything's going according to plan. Fingers crossed this week goes uh, goes great. So I'll be watching from Manitoba. Awesome. Hey, Thank you, Marvin. Awesome, cool, man. Appreciate your support, man, very much. Very cool. Yeah. We love that stuff. Cool Let's talk about the main event. Uh, another couple of big heavyweights here. These uh, guys fighting at 215 for the amateur heavyweight title. First title belt. Belt, but first title belt for Fight League Atlantic. Uh, very cool to have these two guys, Jordan Noseworthy out of Newfoundland, and versus Hank Anderson out of Fredericton. Presley. Yeah, I don't know too much about these guys. Uh, I did see Hank Anderson fight actually once, uh, one of the last elite ones. Can't remember the results, but I mean, he's got some experience, and I mean. They call him Iron Hank for a reason. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. So so I think think he's coming coming for a war. Uh, Jordan Noseworthy, I don't know much about. I did ask uh, Pat about him, and Pat said that, uh, yeah, he was from Newfoundland, and he said he – I don't know if you trained with him before, but he said he was was pretty tough. So so this could be a really good good heavyweight fight. Um, I'm sure everyone's probably – in the crowd's probably going to be hoping for a knockout. And I see this one as probably being a little bit more of a stand-up fight, but it, it'll be it'll be interesting to uh, to see. And it's really cool that one of these guys is gonna gonna take home the belt. So I'm sure both these guys mm-hmm. are gonna bring it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think we're gonna see the experience come through. Um, you know, both of them with five or six fights each already. Obviously, with a long layoff like everybody else, but I think that's gonna be noticeable. It's gonna open up the ground and pound on the ground. Uh, with these rules we're working with, and yeah, it's going to change some things. I think it's going to be—I don't know—anything you put some guys in that are this big and, and they're they're fighters. It's just terrifying. <laughs> How it is, man. Yeah, yeah. Last and lead one. It'll be it'll be cool because I think Hank will have a little bit of a home field advantage because he's in New Brunswick. Absolutely, man. He's oh. in his backyard, right? And so. those guys, and they were going ham for their for their hometown boys uh, at that last elite one card. So I would expect the same thing here for the New Brunswick fighters. I think the the crowd will be will be going crazy for them. So that'll be mm-hmm. that'll be cool to see him him have a lot of support going for the belt. Yeah, man. And there's a lot of guys on the card out of New Brunswick, so it's going to be crazy to see. How many Thank people you. come out in a month in and, and what the support's like for the hometown boys, right? It went from 
Nova Scotia hometown to nope, now it's New Brunswick's backyard, right? <laughs> yeah. So all the guys in New Brunswick are now, yeah, it, yeah, man, it's going to be different. Yeah, it definitely is. It's and it's it's. I will say we're lucky because our our car was was built kind of spread out accordingly for that reason. Like you know, for kind of no matter where we would be, that we were kind of like we our, where our event was in New Glasgow. We didn't have one fighter from New Glasgow on that car, so mm -hmm. kind of like. Worked out to our advantage to be moved, not to our advantage because we had seven hundred <laughs> tickets sold. Not, not to our advantage in any way, shape, or form. Um, but to like, uh, there are fighters definitely. You know, Josh LeBlanc is from Moncton. Rob LeBlanc's from St. John. Hanks from Fredericton. Anthony Sloan's from Fredericton. There's lots of Tarantini's PEI fighters. Tarantini's yeah. from Moncton. So there's a lot of you know. Uh, but unfortunately, there's John's other the things problem. going on. So. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that definitely plays a factor. I mean, you, you oh, get it. If, if you can wake up and you can drive 15, 20 minutes, even a half hour, an hour to, to be at the event versus like the guy that has to fly in from Newfoundland or like, you know, yeah. travel for a couple hours, like that's, you know, that's a thing. And that's something you have to, something else you have to deal with. So, Absolutely. so I think the New Brunswick fighters were definitely probably happy of the, the change in location, but. But it's not too bad for the Nova Scotian fighters either that are that are coming up. So, so it's just just it's something else, something that you have to deal with as a fighter. So it's good for absolutely. Me. Yeah, yeah, man, I've done that trip to Moncton, cutting weight a few times. <laughs> you know, at the end Lots of the day, of times with my guys, we're able to do it. You yeah, know, like yeah, you know, cute. some people asked me this weekend. They said, you know, do you feel like there's there's other things being canceled? Do you feel irresponsible hosting this event? And I said, not one bit. We've done three events during COVID safely. Mm -hmm. We we have experience doing this, and now we're taking it to a whole different level of the safety. safety measures so in place are overkill, know, right? Like it's it's not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's the main thing is you guys are following yeah. all that they're that they're telling us to do. So I mean, yeah. that's all we really can do. So exactly, there, there are lots of things going or, on that I are know, not that doing. Community and everyone at the gym is excited to see. I mean, specifically at our gym, Rob, uh, Rob's fight against Matt Harnish. Like we said, I think that could be the fight of the night. Mm -hmm. And I think you know, I think this was just a really well matched card. Like a lot of them, it's it's really a coin toss. Like for a lot of these fights, you can't really pick a winner that confidently. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, I think you did a great job, uh, Derek, with the with the matchmaking on this one. And I think I think it's going to be a great show. Awesome, man. Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, we won't take up too much of your time here, Presley. I know it's uh, Thanksgiving night and it's almost 8 o'clock, so I'm in a turkey coma and I'm uh, ready for bed here in about another half hour. So I'll let you go here, man, but uh, we got a big week ahead of us here, folks. Fight week, Fight League Atlantic 2 coming at you in under five days from the Moncton Coliseum. Super excited to have these 10 fights lined up. Mr. Josh Presley back on the mic with That's our right. good friend Joe Pilmer. Super excited to have Joe Pilmer on the mic for the first time to join you. Right on, right on. Yeah, should be good, man. All right, yeah. All right buddy. Any final words? Any thank yous? Uh, but actually, before we go, let's plug your podcast a little bit. Do uh, you have a great podcast? Josh is a super talented black belt. He runs his own club and, and Halifax Jiu Jitsu. Uh, Josh Presti Jiu Jitsu has his own podcast, a great Canadian grappling uh, podcast. Check it out. Where can they find it, Josh? Yeah, you can just follow me uh, at Presley BJJ uh, on Instagram and on YouTube. Like you mentioned, I have uh, I do a podcast now, the Great Canadian BJJ Show. I just recently recorded an episode with Abby Wainwright, so I'll probably be posting that maybe tomorrow or, or possibly the next day. But that'll be coming definitely before the uh, before the fights. Get that one out there. I had a, another one with Rob. Uh, 
Rob recently, who's fighting as well. And I've done some really interesting episodes. If you're uh, if you're a jujitsu nerd like me, I'm sure you'd uh, I'm sure you'd enjoy it. So that's the best place to find me at, at Presley BJJ. And thanks for having me on tonight. It was cool to learn a little bit more about the fighters before I'm following the action. Uh, it's cool. I didn't know that I was going to be doing it with with Pilmer, but that's that's awesome too. He's it'll be cool to call the action with him. And and yeah, thanks again for doing the event. And I'm ex I'm excited to do it and, and get up there. No, well, well, thank you, man. You're a big part of our promotion. You have been for a long time, and all of you guys there at the club. So keep keep uh, keep being a good guy, man. We'll see you soon. <laughs> Thanks, Presley. Catch you this weekend, man. Take care. There you have it, uh, Josh Presley. Yeah, Joe, him and Joe should do a great job. Really excited for that uh, duo. Pat obviously was going to do it, and then he's coaching Alex uh, Thompson. So. We'll uh, we'll throw Joe in there for the first time, and and I think oh, you know, good, no one deserves it better. He won that last Kumite, and he knows the sport just as well as anybody. He's super funny, and uh, I think he'll do a good job. Perfect. No, it'll be good. Yeah, it will. All yeah, right, man. Well, Late week. Here we go. Here we go. All right, yeah. folks. Uh, we don't have much left to say. I don't know if you have too much to say, John, other than thank you to all our sponsors and people who have kind of st our staff. People who have stuck by us uh, behind the scenes to to make yeah, a lot man. of this happen. It takes it's, a lot of people to make a show happen, and, and we we just can't do it without all of our friends that basically volunteer and yeah. and come up and, and help us out and you know play their different roles and, and the guys that have been on the crew for a long time making it happen. So it takes an army, man, and and everyone's come this far. So we're gonna push her over the finish line this weekend. Yeah, that's right. Hashtag back to work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, folks, pay-per-view available tomorrow. Uh, tickets available now, bowl seats. Uh, we got about Buy one eight. of each. Yeah, yeah, buy one pay of each. Pay-per-view and set. <laughs> <laughs> you get a free keychain. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> there's about 80 cage seats left, H not cage seats, cage side seats left in about, uh, oh, I don't know, a 1,000 or so bowl seats. So get out there, purchase them, and uh, – <laughs> Get out there and support Fight Legally. We will see you next Saturday, folks. Lots of love. And, uh, yeah, make sure to spread it, the word. We love Woo. you all. Goodbye. <laughs>